Ahoy, and welcome to the Jolly Reader. I'm your host, Captain Book. Wow, that one came out weird. Okay, today we're covering part two of One of Us is Next by Karen M. McManus, chapters 14 through 20, pages 124 through 253. Okay, summary of part one, truth or dare. Phoebe is up first and she ignores the text. So whoever's doing it spreads the truth that she slept with her sister Emma's boyfriend, who's named Derek. Sean gets text next. He's dared to put the school mascot, which is a wildcat's head on this restaurant chicken to create a cat chicken monstrosity. Jules is then dared to kiss one of the Bayview Four from the last book. She awkwardly and unconsensually makes out with Nate in front of everyone, including Bronwyn. That was crazy. And then at the end of our last section, Maeve received a text asking her, like, truth or dare, what will she choose? So the first time I was... I did all my notes first and then I went back to do the summary. I was like typing out in the summary what Maeve chose, what happened. I'm like, oh, we haven't learned that yet. Okay, things to look forward to. A very awkward truth is revealed and it is awkward. Another dare is taken. We find out finally which student died because you know how they were talking about it with the interviews and stuff. And there are several death threats. Chapter 10, Maeve, Tuesday, March 3rd. Okay, so when we left off, Maeve had 24 hours to respond to the truth or dare. And now in this chapter, she only has three hours left to respond. And she's at that cafe that she's always at. She says she's not going to respond to the text and give the person power, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't have a truth to hide anyways, which is exactly what I think I said in my lingering questions. So she's at the cafe. She calls her cancer doctor and talks to the secretary. She asks if she gets blood tests to see if she's in remission, if that's something like her parents will be notified about. And they say like, yes, and she's under 18. She's a minor. She'll need parental consent. So she just like hangs up because she wants to find out before she gets her parents involved. So then Lewis comes up to her and he basically asks her out on a date. It, oh, this part's like really awkward. I didn't write a lot of details. So he's like, you know, the outdoors, you need to go experience them or whatever. So he's like, get on my bike. So they talk about this bike for a minute. I think they're talking about a motorcycle because Nate drives one. Uh, no, it's like a bike, like Addy riding a bike. And he gets her to sit on the bike handles, which, by the way, I would never do. Sorry. I don't know. That's like a normal kid thing to do. No, I'm not a sit on the bike handles. I'm the ride the pegs in the back kind of person. So anyways, they ride to a flower garden place. I don't know. Whatever. It's super awkward and dorky, but adorable. I'll give him that. And Maeve realizes that Lewis isn't just some dumb jock and he has goals and dreams. Oh my gosh, what? Uh, yeah, duh, we know. So by the way, if we're talking about the two of them, um, Lewis has more dreams and aspirations than Maeve does, but that's neither here nor there. So then she blows it because he totally hits on her and she just doesn't follow through with it. He said that he wanted to ask her out like the previous year, but Cooper told him not to because Cooper thinks Lewis wasn't serious about girls and would like hurt Maeve or whatever. And Lewis is like, I was serious, whatever. So then Maeve awkwardly says, she's like, oh, well, you know, Cooper, he wants to be a father to everyone and father knows best. Awkward. So Lewis is like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, super disappointed. 
So Maeve just tells us that Bronwyn used to always tell her, like, Maeve, you like unattainable guys because the dream's better than reality. And this is, like, referring back to that older kid she liked that Simon ended up gossiping about. Whatever. Who cares? So basically, this is why she's rejecting Lewis because maybe the reality isn't as good as the dream. Big who cares? So then I guess this is after and Maeve's thinking about three things, bruises and nosebleeds, which we know is like what happens to her before her cancer comes out of remission, the truth or dare prompt that she has to answer and or not answer, I suppose. And the fact that she's a emotional coward. So (laughs) that's her words, but that's a good way to describe it. So then Maeve calls Knox while she's doing research on her computer which they do this in every book. They make like a big deal out of this because kids text, they don't use a phone. Guess what? I talk to my mom like two hours a week on the phone and I'm not that old. I talk to my husband on the phone a lot too. That used to be like a thing before texting and stuff like whatever. Anyways, so she calls him and she's trying to figure out how to trace an unknown number because obviously like the texter's number is not like traceable. And Knox says that she should just take the dare because like up until this point, they just seem harmless And she says, no, she's not playing the game. She's not giving this person the power. Okay, so anyways, she gets a notification for that vengeance is mine thread because she set up like the alerts and darkest mind is posting in and it says cheers to all of us who are getting things done this week. And by us, I mean Bayview 2020 and me and darkest mind also ends one of his posts saying TikTok, which we know is like what the texter always says, like, oh, it's time to respond to my text TikTok insert sound effect here so maybe what i just explained puts together the same person because they talk about simon and they use the tiktok the same as the texter person so whatever so Knox asks how they're going to find out who darkest mind is because just because they're the same person how does that help us so mave says that that's phase two and she hasn't figured it out yet so Knox is at work and skips play practice which apparently is not like him. And before getting off the phone, he urges Maeve to text back Dare. And there's only like five minutes left before her time frames up. So Maeve says no again. Like, I'm not playing this game. And Knox is like, fine, but don't say I didn't warn you. Show. Chapter 11, Phoebe, Tuesday, March 3rd. So Phoebe's waiting for Emma so they can go to Owen Spelling Bee. There's this mean girl named Monica. I don't. I don't know if she ever comes up again, but she's in this part. She says she saw the business idea of the sisters and Phoebe's like, what are you talking about? She sees Emma had posted like this paper in the school offering tutoring and someone wrote like there's a special for three sums with Phoebe and they wrote Phoebe's Instagram handle so people could like message her and be disgusting. So Phoebe thinks this is payback from Brandon for rejecting him at the apartment when he tried to force himself on her. Emma comes up and rips the sign down and then they leave for the brother's spelling bee. And they seem like, okay, they're like kind of talking, but they're still like, Emma's still mad, whatever. So at the spelling bee, Phoebe looks through her Instagram and it's a lot of dudes being gross, whatever. Then she sees a message from Derek. So this is Emma's ex that she hooked up with, whatever. So it says, hi, it's Derek. I was hoping we'd talk some. Can you text me? And he leaves his phone number. So Phoebe's confused by this because neither her or Emma want to talk to him. And why does he want to talk to Phoebe? Like, I don't know. You caused this mess. Figure it out. Whatever. She caused it too. You know what I mean. 
So they go home after the spelling bee and they're all in Phoebe and Emma's room, like all the kids. And Owen asks if she can invite Knox over sometime so they can play Bounty Wars because he tells her about how they met at the cafe and whatever, whatever. How he said, oh, maybe we could play sometime. So Phoebe tells us that like Knox isn't her friend, but he's like friend by proxy and he's a nice guy. And she never understood him and Maeve being together because they're like personalities. I don't know. Big who cares. So Phoebe tells Owen that they aren't that kind of friend to like go to each other's houses. So then Owen says, well, you let Brandon come over, which bro, like this is to push the plot forward because I feel like in real life, Owen would not bring this up because he clearly knows like that was not a good situation. So anyways, Emma freaks out about this and she's like, asking Phoebe, oh, is that who you've been hooking up with? You're an idiot because Brandon doesn't care about anybody but himself. And like, remember that Emma's been tutoring Brandon too, so she knows him pretty well. So then Phoebe asks if Emma was hooking up with Brandon and if that's why she's mad. So stupid though, because Emma literally told Phoebe that Derek was her only one or whatever. So anyways, Emily is, or Emily, I keep calling her Emily, Emma. Emma is wildly insulted by this. Of course, she's not hooking up with Brandon. And then, I mean, that's what she says. I like want to believe that though. Emma says, you just do whatever you want and you don't think. And then she storms out. She's got to go to the library. So poor Owen's like, everything's ruined since dad died. That's like super sad. I don't know. So Phoebe tries to comfort him, but he's like not having it. And he just like leaves the room. So they're all emo. They used to be close. It talks about a lot how like three of them, three amigos, whatever. Now they're not close anymore. So then a text comes in from unknown and it says, Tisk, no response from our last player, which we know is Maeve. That means you forfeit. Maybe now I get to reveal one of your secrets in true about that style. So Phoebe thinks... Like, Maeve doesn't have any secrets, so, like, what is going to be said? It's going to be some stupid about, like, that party freshman year or something, whatever. So, Phoebe says, or it could be about her crush on Lewis, but, like, that's obvious to everyone, and that wouldn't even, like, hurt her because, clearly, like, Lewis has feelings back. So, then a text comes in, and we have no idea what it says, but Phoebe is freaking out about it. She's like, no, no way. Like, I can't believe it. Phoebe goes to call Maeve, but Maeve doesn't answer, and Phoebe says, well, she's not surprised that Maeve's not answering right now. There's another call she better be making. So I just have a, like, asterisk. So either it's about Knox and their relationship, like when they dated, or it's about, like, Bronwyn and Nate or something. That's my assumption at this point. Chapter 12, Knox, Tuesday, March 3rd. Knox is at work, and he works for Until Proven. He left his phone in the copy room, so he hasn't seen the text come in from Unknown. And he gets a call from Maeve, and she's, like, apologizing. And she's like, I never said anything like this. Well, not exactly. I only said something to one person who wouldn't spread it around. And, like, these weren't my exact words. And Knox is like, what are you talking about? Maeve's like, okay, I'm going to read the text to you. So the text says, Maeve dumped Knox because he can't get it up. This would be the awkward truth I was referring to. So Knox goes on to tell us that Maeve and him talked about losing their virginities for like months. Like it was some project they needed to finish. And his parents went out of town. So opportunity. And they were going to go for it. So he was super nervous. And he had some shots of vodka before Maeve came over. And like, I don't know if this is common knowledge, but alcohol can affect that. So anyways, 
they were like making out or whatever and nothing was really happening on his end and she wasn't very into it and she asked if they could take a break and thought they were like trying too hard obviously so Knox was like I'm gonna forget about this whole thing they're like still friends so obviously that wasn't a problem the whole school now knows about it though and if we learn anything about Bayview we know it's terrible and horrible school to go to so the whole school is being awful and talking to him and making jokes about it, whatever. So Knox leaves work. He's irritated. Maeve is texting him that she's sorry, and she didn't mean to hurt him. Oh my gosh, can we talk? And short and sweet, Knox tells Maeve to go to hell. Chapter 13, Maeve, Wednesday, March 4th. Maeve's at school when Sean's being gross, per usual, and telling her that she can be with a real man. Ew. And his stupid sidekick, Brandon's also making jokes about it. And Maeve then hears laughter down the hall. So apparently Brandon and Sean stuck limp noodles to Knox's locker. This We're going to survive this, but like, I don't want to be talking about this. So anyways, Phoebe's comforting Maeve. And she said, whoever's behind the truth or dare is on a power trip and we're giving them the power. So Phoebe tells Maeve that she blocked the unknown number and it's not giving them any more attention. And that's like what they all should do. So later, Maeve's waiting for Knox at a play rehearsal, but he doesn't show up and she finds out that he quit the play. And Lucy, that's the know-it-all girl, says she's like the other, the female lead. She says they should have reported this texting game two weeks ago, but she won't let Maeve report it now because like the drama teacher is stressed out that Knox quit and Lucy cares about the play. Okay. Plot. Let's not tell the police or parents or teachers or whatever because these books couldn't go anywhere if we did that okay Maeve blocks the unknown number and she turns off the notifications for that uh revenge is mine thing so later Maeve's at the cafe oh gosh okay I have a long story short there's a lot leading up to this plot driven whatever Lewis is making dinner for her and they're the only two there I'm not going to explain how that happens, but it's like, it makes sense. So then Maeve decides she's done never doing what she wants to do and saying how she feels. So she just like goes for it and starts making out with Lewis and it's super hot and heavy. And then his brother Manny walks in and like ruins the situation. So Maeve awkwardly like, she just runs out. She's like, oh, uh, I gotta go. I'm not even going to eat the food you made for me. Bye. And she, it's like... I don't know, walking home and she's thinking to herself and she's like, well, now I know what all the fuss is about. And this triggers a memory of Maeve telling Bronwyn about her experience with Knox. And she told Bronwyn at the cafe. So anyone could have heard her like, duh, we couldn't have figured this out sooner. Like, obviously. Chapter 14, Phoebe, Thursday, March 5th. Emma is sick. So Phoebe gets to drive the car and she picks up Jules and it's not good. So Jules tells her that the coach got tickets to Cooper's game and anyone can have tickets. She thinks Nate will be there. Whatever. Phoebe tells Jules, just let go of Nate because he's clearly still wants to be with Bronwyn and probably always will be. So Jules like mad about that. She's like, thanks for being a supportive friend. And then she's like, maybe I'll just go for Brandon instead since he's available now. And of course... Phoebe's like, uh, that's not a good idea. Jules obviously doesn't know about, like, the salt, but still, she knows he's a jerk, and, like, she knows that would hurt her friend, so gross. So then there's, like, something that triggers this, but she's talking about 
Matthias. And just being like gross and mean about him, like talking about, oh, you should just like hit him with your car or whatever, which is super weird. He's just some like their words loser from the school. But like violence, come on. I don't know. This school is disgusting. Whatever. So Jules brings up that it's weird that the next player of the game hasn't been contacted and they haven't heard from unknown at all. But Phoebe obviously blocked the number. So she didn't know that. But she tells Jules she's not playing anymore and not looking at the text or whatever. And Jules like, you need to chill. And she gets out of the car. And apparently they're like not friends anymore. Whatever. Jules is a jerk. So later, Knox is still getting bullied at school. So later, Phoebe convinces Knox to skip health class because that would be horrible for him. It's raining. So they decide to go to the mall. And they also like as they're walking out of the school, they notice that Matthias is skipping school as well. And he like jumps his fences, goes to the woods or whatever. And they get to the mall and they have coffee and they're talking and she says she's still getting messages from Derek. Hey, I don't mean this is his message to her on Instagram. Hey, I don't mean to be a pain or anything, but I really would like to talk to you. Can you text me or call me if you'd rather? Phoebe is annoyed because no one is going after Derek. Like neither her or her sister want to talk to him. And maybe... Oh, I see. Okay. So, sorry, misread my notes. So, Phoebe is annoyed because no one is bullying Derek and Maeve, even though they did the exact same thing as Phoebe and Knox, or didn't do the exact same thing. So, why is it biased to just be mean to one half of the group? So, she blames it on gender stereotypes and doesn't know why the world insists on stuffing kids into boxes we never asked for and then getting mad when we won't stay there, which is awesome and true. So, then she tells Knox that Derek is trying to message her. They're talking about it. And he says he hasn't been on social media since everything went down with the unknown texture, obviously, because I'm sure his is blowing up and it's horrible. They have a good time drinking coffee, hanging out, whatever. And, like, I don't think I put this in my notes, but, like, Phoebe talks about, oh, like, one day Knox is going to be hot and I'm going to, like, look back and regret not dating him because he's going to be, like, successful whatever. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. Boy. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> How old am I? Am I showing my age? Okay. So, Knox is going to cut through the construction site to get from, like, the mall to the bus stop like you did earlier. And they go their separate ways because she's going to get in her car. But before that, Jules and Monica, who's, oh yeah, she's the mean girl. I mentioned her. They're like besties now, whatever. They walk up and they're like whispering and laughing and like thinking Phoebe and Knox were on a date. And Phoebe wishes she didn't care. Like that didn't bother her, but it does. And she's like upset by the whole situation, drives home in a haze. And then she sees police cars and fire engines roar past her in the direction of the mall. Chapter 15, Maeve, Thursday, March 5th. So Maeve, Addie, and Phoebe are putting together wedding favors for Ashton and Eli. Okay, whatever. Basically, Phoebe, there's like a lot of filler. Like something big happens and we got to get through this other stuff first. So basically, Phoebe and Hattie tell Maeve just to talk to Lewis. I'm sure he's not rejecting you, whatever. Just tell him how you feel. Maeve's stubborn. She won't do that, whatever. So then it's brought up that Ashton wants Addie to go on a date with Eli's cousin, Daniel. Not sure if that's relevant. Don't even know if we're ever going to meet this person, but apparently he's very good looking and whatever. She agrees. So Addie mentions to Maeve that she's been thinking about doing a summer program to help kids learn English and it's in South America. So Addie's like, you should just do it too and just have a fun summer with me, whatever. 
And Maeve's like, maybe that's a good idea, but also she might have cancer, so that might not be reasonable. She doesn't say that to them, obviously. So Ashen, like, is in her bedroom. She starts freaking out because she got a call from Eli. And she's, like, fumbling with the remote. She turns on the news. There's a report saying the story's still developing, but a local group of teens were in the blocked-off area when a boy fell through the roof and another boy was injured. They just got reports from the police that the young man who fell through the roof has been confirmed dead. So they're all freaking out. And then Phoebe's like crying. She's like, oh my gosh, I just left Knox. He was going to cut through this blocked off area. Like, what if he's dead? So Maeve tries to call him. His phone goes to voicemail. Terrifying. So then Ashton calls Eli to try to get more information. And she says, Knox is okay, but he's the one who was injured. And he's in the hospital right now. And then they're like, does Eli know who died? Are you ready? Are we buckling? It's Brandon. Brandon died. Brandon being Phoebe's hookup slash aggressor, he's dead. He fell through a roof. Like, not sad about it. Okay, so anyways, they go to the hospital to talk to Knox, figure out what happened. So a few things become clear. One, Brandon died trying to take a shortcut through the construction site. Two, Sean, Jules, and Monica were all there with him at the time. Three, Knox has a concussion, but is otherwise fine. He also, like, doesn't really remember anything. Four, Sean saved Knox's life by knocking him to the ground when he tried to rush after Brandon. That's the story going around. So no one's convinced that Sean would try to save Knox, but he did just lose his best friend. So they're like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, et cetera, et cetera. So they go talk to Knox in the hospital and he's almost unrecognizable. Like his eye is black, his face is puffed up. Like it's super bad apparently. So the news starts doing another report and it's an interview with Sean. So they turn it up in the hospital room. So... He says they were cutting through the construction site. Brandon was joking around like always, and he jumped and he fell through the roof. They asked what happened to the second boy, which we know is Knox. And Sean says that the kid was in shock. I think he ran straight for the edge after Brandon. And all I could think was that he was going to fall too. I panicked. I did the only thing I could think of to stop him in his tracks. So I punched him. I think I ended up hurting him kind of bad. I'm sorry about that, but at least he stopped you know at least he's safe okay sean (sighs) so Knox is not feeling this story but he lost his memory so he doesn't know what to believe obviously but he doesn't believe and nor do i nor does anyone in their right mind that sean would try to help him by punching him in the face you would just grab him what Mm. okay so anyways also Knox has been around construction his whole life and he's afraid of heights so he's not the person that would go running towards Brandon who just fell through a roof so basically he comes to the conclusion that Sean's lying but why so part two this is part two of the book not my part two obviously Sunday March 15th so it's an interview between a reporter and Brandon's dad and it's 10 days after Brandon's death and the dad wants to hold someone responsible so either the construction company the mall or the town okay grieving parents whatever one day later reddit vengeance is mine subform thread started by darkest mind read page 197 which I wised up and I put a post-it note so I don't have to flip through so much okay it says well there's some cursing so I'm just gonna edit that but says where the hell are you Bayview 2020 answer my chats don't you dare effing ghost me darkest mind and then there's like another post 
This isn't a joke. I know where to find you, and I'm not afraid to let this whole thing go up in flames. I'll do it just so I can watch you burn, too. Dark is mine. Chapter 16, Phoebe, Monday, March 16th. Emma has been giving Knox rides home from school because he's, like, injured, whatever. So Phoebe invites Knox to come over and play Bounty Wars with Owen, and she talks about how Sean and Jules are now a couple, and Sean has been all buddy-buddy, like, best friends with Knox, and Knox, like, hates it. He doesn't want any part of it. She also says that Knox and Maeve are still barely talking, and Phoebe and Emma are kind of talking. And they get into the parking garage at her apartment and Emma has a flat tire. So this is like really drawn out, but Knox changes it with a spare tire in the trunk, which apparently they didn't know they had a spare tire in the trunk. That's a very standard in cars. Anyways, I had to do that twice. It was horrible. It's just your little like spare baby tire. And then you can drive to the repair place and get a real tire. Anyways, my daddy didn't teach no woman who need no man but you better believe if i got a flat tire now i'd be like josh come over here and do this because i don't feel like it (laughs) okay so anyways so phoebe's impressed and she like wishes she could have a crush on him on Knox. i don't know whatever so they go upstairs their home and emma goes straight to their room obviously phoebe and Knox are talking and Knox says his dad's been looking at the construction site blueprints because the roof should have been able to hold more weight clearly and Knox also tells phoebe about the death threats that eli's been getting which we talked about last time and there's been but now we know there's been a repeat offender so they're getting more nervous and like paying attention to it because they think the letter's coming from the same person and usually it's just like a one-off watch like any documentary we know how that goes also like can go in the outtakes but i was watching this one and these people were sending uh death threats or whatever they peeled off the stamp and they found the fingerprint of the killer or whoever on the back of the stamp what amazing okay so anyways Phoebe is, oh, she just like mentions that she hasn't heard from Derek again. Owen gets home to play Bounty Wars. So they go, Knox and Owen goes to Owen's room. Phoebe goes to her room to get like a hair tie or something. And she finds Emma drinking and crying, like drinking alcohol, which is super unusual because Emma's not one to go to parties. She doesn't drink at all, whatever. So I don't know. She like tries to cover Emma and Emma's like, please just go. So later, Phoebe drives Knox home and he tells her that playing Bounty Wars jogged his memory. So he remembered Sean standing at the edge of the construction site with his phone held up like he was taking a video or a picture. And Phoebe still doesn't believe the whole punching the face to save Knox story. So she wants to know more, obviously. And she suggests that Knox plays more Bounty Wars to see if it jogs his memory anymore. Whatever. We know. So... Chapter 17, Knox, Tuesday, March 17th. Knox's sisters are badgering him about who he's going to take to prom. Normally, he would take Maeve as a friend, but that's not going to happen, obviously, because they're still not talking. And he wants to take Phoebe as a friend, of course, because he thinks she's way out of his league, which apparently she thinks too, and everyone else thinks, so whatever. So Knox decides to go to the cafe. I don't know, whatever plot and he's going downstairs and he overhears his parents talking and his dad says the kids were trespassing they're talking about when brandon died so brandon's dad wants to sue someone he'll probably get a countersuit because his son was trespassing and knox's mom says it's crazy for him to bring up the possibility of a lawsuit after the strings he pulled to keep brandon out of trouble 
and it's beyond hypocritical. But we don't know what any of that is. We'll probably find out, obviously. So then she says the case should have never been settled that way. It all shows Brandon that actions don't have consequences. And then she says she regrets not pushing harder, but she had just started working at her job and she didn't want to cause any waves or problems or whatever. So the dog gives Knox away. It's like sniffing around him, whatever. So his parents are like, Knox, is that you? And Knox asks about the lawsuit, but his mom shuts it down. She's like, um, I can't talk about it. And we're not talking about it ever again. Knox goes to the cafe, like later, whatever, and runs into Sean. And he fails to get Sean's phone because he wants to see like what this video was. And he's like, Sean's not the kind of person to delete stuff like this. So he's like, oh, man, can I uh, borrow your phone? I forgot mine. And Sean's like, yours is in your backpack right there. But whatever, man. Love you, bro. So then (laughs) Sean leaves and Lewis is like, "Uh, hey, Knox, why are you trying to get his phone? And Knox is like, what are you talking about? But then he's like, okay, Lewis is trustworthy. There's reasons, whatever. He tells him that he thought that Sean might have been taking a video when Brandon died. But then, like, Manny needs help in the kitchen, whatever. Lewis leaves. So then, super intense guy comes back into the restaurant. But Phoebe's not working. And the guy orders a coffee but never drinks it. What a waste of a coffee. And he looks around the restaurant a bunch. And Knox just thinks, like, the intense guy might be Emma's ex, Derek. Which is what I said. And... Knox feels like he's missing something with both the conversation with his parents and intense guy. But we are still working through all that. Chapter 18, Maeve, Thursday, March 9th. 9th, no, March 19th. I'm trying to get super through this. I'm like nervous. My computer's be like, hey, not enough data. This is going to be a pain to edit. So I'm like, might start talking really fast. Okay. Everyone's at Cooper's baseball game. Chris, the adorable is talking about how Cooper's deciding whether he wants to stay in college or go to the majors, blah, blah, blah. It's like Maeve thinking, oh, should I? what should I do? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's get to the important stuff. Maeve feels a nosebleed coming on, so she runs to the bathroom and she starts like sobbing in the bathroom because she thinks her cancer's back. She gets out of the bathroom. She sees Louis, Sean, Jules, and Monica. And Monica's flirting with Jules and... Or, no, not with Jules. Monica's flirting with Lewis, and of course, Maeve's jealous, whatever. So, Lewis is like, I'll catch you guys later. He walks away and starts talking to Maeve. And they get in a fight, because Maeve's, I don't know, she's not in a good place. So, she just starts being a jerk, and she's like, uh, you know Sean's like a butt, why are you talking to him? And he's like, well, we were both on the baseball team, whatever. And she's like, just because you were athletes doesn't mean you should be friends. And she calls Lewis a dude bro. Like, that's all he is or whatever. And he asks, oh, he's like, oh, is that what you really think of me? And she's like, yeah. And then Lewis is like, you dropped off the face of the planet. And I was hoping I'd run into you tonight so I could get your phone number. And like, now that I know how you really feel about me, I guess I won't bother you anymore. But I was also looking for Knox and I have these messages to send him. So I'm just going to send them to you so you can like forward them on and then you can just delete my number because you just think I'm a stupid jock, whatever. So we're assuming this, he got like the video off of Sean's phone. It's true. That's what happened. So then Lewis walks away because he's grumpy, whatever. Her nose starts to bleed again and Nate walks up and sees her and he realizes what's going on because Bronwyn apparently had told him that's what is a sign that the cancer's coming back, that there's a relapse. So he talks to her for a while. He convinces her to tell her parents and she's like, feels relieved or whatever. And then Maeve tells Nate, you need to get it together with my sister Bronwyn. And he's like, we're end game. Like big, who cares? Whatever. 
this girl has cancer. Like, I don't care about Bronwyn and Nate. I don't know if she has cancer, but that's what we're assuming. Chapter 19, Phoebe, Friday, March 20th. So Phoebe, Knox, and Maeve are all talking, and Maeve tells them she looked at the videos that Lewis sent for Knox, but she's like, Lewis probably didn't look through them. He probably just forwarded them. So there's also like uh, some promiscuous videos and photos of Sean. Gross. So anyways, basically, there's a video of Brandon standing at the edge of the building and he, they talk about in the video, received a dare to jump. Because before this, they thought the dares had stopped because maybe Brandon was behind them. Or like since Brandon died, maybe the person sending the text like realized maybe I should stop, stop doing this or whatever. But no one knew. Well, some people knew. But this group of people didn't know that he had a dare to jump. And Sean's recording it for posterity or whatever. So he show it shows Brandon jump. And then obviously they're like screaming and stuff because he falls through the roof. And there's a few minutes they're like urgently talking the girls and Sean. And you can't really tell what they're saying. And then Sean sees Knox and he like cuts the video. He's like, what are you doing here? And turns the video off. So <laughs> they decide not to tell anyone. Someone died and we're not going to show this video. We're not going to tell anyone. Okay. So anyways, they decided not to tell anyone because it doesn't change anything. And it's not like he was pushed or anything. And all the truths in this game or whatever will come out to the parents and nobody wants that. Blah, blah, blah. Stupid. So Babe has doctor's appointment and she finally tells Phoebe and Knox that she might have cancer or like her leukemia relapse, whatever. So they're both upset, but Knox is like, oh my gosh, like I'm supposed to be your friend and we've been fighting, whatever. So they make up, they decide this bigger, some stupid truth or dare game, whatever. So Phoebe's like, I feel awkward. I'm going to leave. So she runs into Matthias and he's like, I have a message for you because he's a weirdo. And he, whatever, the message is just that her sister took the car and went home sick. So Phoebe just straight up asked, she's like, Matthias, are you behind this truth or dare game? And he's like, no, why would you think that? And she's like, well, you did the Simon Says app, which was like right after Simon died. And it was just stupid rumors like that everyone knew. And he was like, well, that was different. And I just want to know what it was like to have people's attention. And she's like, well, this person texting has everyone's attention. And he's like, I wouldn't do this truth or dare game. I wouldn't even know how to find out these rumors. Like no one talks to me. And you're probably never going to talk to me after this conversation anyway. So the the point proven. So Phoebe's like awkwardly invites him to eat lunch with them or whatever. And he's like, "Mm, no. So then Phoebe has to walk home because obviously she doesn't have her car. And this is like random and was brought up earlier. But apparently, supposedly, Emma's phone broke like a week ago or something and she's never replaced it i don't know whatever so the mom calls phoebe and is like uh are you with your sister because she was supposed to meet this person for this wedding thing for eli and ashton but she's not here and phoebe's like well i heard she went home sick but i'll check on her when she gets home so the mom's like okay call me back whatever so she checks on emma she's drunk and like passed out So Phoebe realizes, oh, I've been letting Emma borrow my phone to like look stuff up. She probably saw the Instagram messages that Derek sent me and that would have thrown her over the edge, which is really stupid because Phoebe never responded to them. And I don't know if I was looking something up, I wouldn't be like looking through someone's Instagram messages. Anyways, so Emma kind of like wakes up 
and is like, do you love him or did you love him? And Phoebe says, no, it was a mistake. I wish it never happened. And then as Phoebe's leaving the room, Emma says, I didn't think he'd keep going. And she asks, like, keep going with what? But Emma passes back out before she can answer. This makes Phoebe want to, like, she thinks about messaging Derek because she wants answers, but then she doesn't. But I'm also thinking, like, and I think I say this in my lingering questions. When Emma says, did you love him or whatever, couldn't she be talking about Brandon? Like, why does it have to be Derek? And then... I didn't think he'd keep going is like whoever's probably texting. I don't know. I have a theory about this. We'll get to that later. Chapter 20, Knox, Friday, March 20th. I think there's only like two more chapters after this. No, maybe this is the last chapter. So Knox is at Until Proven and it's a week before Eli and Ashton's wedding and... He got another, Eli got another threatening letter from the same person. They put it in a Ziploc bag because they want to give it to the police. They don't want to open it. Evidence, blah, blah, blah. Not sure this is relevant, but they think the threats might have to do with a case about a police officer who was like doing bad stuff, whatever. They talk about it a couple times. I can go back and explain it if it ends up being relevant. I don't think it's going to, though. Nate forgot his jacket until proven. So whatever. He was there for whatever reason. Big who cares. Knox is like, oh, I'll drop it off his house. So there's a party at Nate's house because he lives like with other college kids, whatever. But he's Nate's upstairs working on his computer. And he says that he's helping Knox's dad with the document cleanup work for the mall site where Brandon died for like the investigation. And he says there's not the debris you would expect from a well-constructed landing. Some of the beams don't even have joists. I don't know. Whatever. And the beams have holes like they used to be joist there. So if you are totally paranoid, you'd almost think someone's messing with the landing. I don't know a lot about construction, but I'm guessing it's like the thing that holds, makes it stable and like holds the stuff together. Whatever. DM me. I don't know what I'm talking about. So Knox goes home. He throws down with his dad. And his dad's like always making these snide comments about how Knox is like a quitter and never like the son he wanted and blah, 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 blah. So basically, Knox, he had some liquid courage at this party, too. And he says, you never had any interest in working with me. The dad says that. And Knox says, you never asked me. It's a family business, supposedly. And you treat Nate more like a son than you do me. And his dad is like not having that. And... Then Knox brings up how Nate's working on the investigation and the dad's like, Knox, you were trespassing and you're the one that could have died that day. And you have zero respect for what I say or what I do because his dad told him, obviously, don't take that shortcut, blah, blah, blah. So Knox is like sad because he's like, I do respect my dad and what he does. I just am a different type of person. But he doesn't know how to apologize or explain himself because teenage problems, whatever. Just be nice to your mom and dad, okay? Like, ah, oh, I don't know. Unless it's Cooper's dad. Forget that guy. So anyways, the last thing is like in this chapter slash this episode is he thinks about the thing Nate said. If you're totally paranoid, you almost think someone messed with the landing. Well, guess what? This is a murder mystery book. So they probably did. Lingering questions and theories. Does Maeve have cancer? I know we're all thinking that. Okay. I like Maeve, but like it'd be kind of disappointing if she didn't have cancer, right? Because we make this whole thing for it to be nothing. What if she's like, oh, no, they didn't have sex. I was going to say, what if she's pregnant? Anyways, okay, so my, like, weird theory is Darkest Mind is Derek and Baby 2020 could be Emma or Brandon or Sean. But anyways, I was like, what is the motive to kill Brandon? So 
we know from Knox's parents that he's been in trouble before and there's some sort of cover up. So we can maybe assume that it has something to do with like forcing himself on someone because he tried to do that with Phoebe. And like maybe he did it to Emma, like when they were tutoring. Maybe like, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. So also, like, I'm thinking maybe it has to do with like the payout for. Emma and Owen and Phoebe's dad's death maybe I don't there's a lot of questions and like if that's true if it had to do the payout that or like the injury of her dad then if Emma found out like obviously that'd be major motive and then I say the do you love him is she talking about Brandon or Derek and then why did Sean punch Knox in the face he like tried to kill him like his face was messed up so we'll see so I don't know Sorry, I had technical difficulties. Hopefully, this all edits fine. So, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Jolly Reader Podcast. Subscribe so you get notifications for when new episodes are posted. Please leave a review. It helps other crewmates find this show. And share with everybody you know. Share with friends, family, neighbors. I don't care. Anyone that likes this or would think it's funny, or whatever, likes doggos, or kittens, I don't care. Okay, share, oh, no, I just said that. (laughs) If you like secondhand embarrassment, stay tuned for the outtakes. There's gonna be a lot this episode, because I couldn't figure my life out, and I will talk to you next time for the third and final part of One of Us is Next. Until we sail again, this has been The Jolly Reader. Bon voyage. Hey, you made it to the outtakes. Let's do it. Okay, test the mic from here because this looks a little bit better. It's just going to be in front of my face and everyone's just going to have to deal with that like this because that's just how I do it. Waffle cone. (gasps) You fat cat. Are you going to be in this? (gasps) You can't do that. Oh, you butt. (laughs) Hey, Patchy, stop. Move this over. (coughs) Still, we all still have RSV. It's terrible. Okay, if you're watching the video, you get a picture of my co-host Waffles in the window, so the lighting might be a little weird. Patchy, Sunny, get in the chair. Thank you. This is my life. It's a zoo. Oh, well, Cooper wants to be the father. He knows best. Oh, pause. I just got a thing from Allie's school. Let's see. Oh, they're in music class. Oh, no, they're in Spanish. Okay, anyways. She has picture day tomorrow. Oh, side note, this can go in the outtakes. So my daughter has picture day tomorrow. And my mom would always put me in these like frilly, like lace. And I don't know, like the weird collared things. And like, I looked, I don't know. It was not great. So anyway, so I'm like, I want to put something. I want to put my daughter in something that's like true to her. So I'm probably gonna put her in like a science t-shirt or something or like something nerdy. I don't know. She's awesome. Okay, back to what we're talking about. Awkward dates. So, hey, just popping in here while editing to say that we ended up letting Allie pick her picture day outfit out and she put on a Wonder Woman costume dress and it was amazing and adorable and we bought the largest photo package possible. Only child syndrome. Meow. So then Monica, um, why did I put Monica? Oh my gosh, that's the cheerleaders. You just do whatever you want and you think, oh, no.
look, call from Joshua. Hi, you're on the air with Captain Book. It's still recording because it's easier to edit out than stop. Anything you want to say to the crew? I'm talking about um, Knox can't get it up. <laughs> Thanks for the support. Oh my gosh. Waffles is laying in my window right now. So he's in the whole video. And then Sunny's like laying on my chair. So she's in the background. Well, I'm trying to knock this out. I'm in my Ravenclaw shirt. And I have blue eyeshadow and red lipstick. So, and then I was like, my hair's still wet. I was like, okay, this is enough work. I'm not doing anything else. Okay, well, just like text me and then like, thanks for making me edit like five minutes out of all this. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Love you too. Bye. Where were we? So later, oh my gosh, could I get more notifications during this? Okay, my thing stopped recording because I ran out of space. Oh my gosh. Okay, um, uh, stop. Okay, that was terrifying. I'm like trying to record and my computer's like, mm, no, you don't have enough storage. So I just deleted and moved things around. But I hope I didn't delete anything important. And I hope this works. And I hope I have the first half of this. So very sorry. Okay, I don't know where I was. Knox was trying to take the phone out of Sean's backpack. Okay, so Lewis, okay. I think I remember it. I am Allie. And you were with me to my mom.